Hello, and welcome to the Workplace Experience Podcast, proudly brought to you by Workplace Services Australia, your leading workplace strategy, change management, workplace culture, and associated workplace services partner. My name is Bly Williams. I'm a senior flexible working strategist and workplace culture lead at Workplace Services Australia. This is the fifth episode of the Workplace Experience Podcast. Today, we'll be having a discussion on the importance of investing in specialist change management experts to assist with the return of employees back to the office post-COVID-19. The workplace that most people evacuated from once the COVID-19 pandemic broke out is and will be a lot different to the workplace your employees will return to. But how? Will it look different? Will it have different facilities? Individuals gauge change by what they see. How is the workplace different from before? However, there is only one major problem with that. There is so much of the detail that cannot be seen, but needs to be communicated. And this communication is essential. And at times, it's easy to communicate, but it's difficult to convince. I was speaking with a client this week, and there was a discussion on how much engagement should we have with their employees, to which I responded, there is never too much. Do not be afraid of what they tell you, as they will only tell you part of what they are thinking. Start the conversation yesterday. The communications need to be fairly balanced between structured objective questions and the ability for employees to share their thoughts freely. To successfully entice, and that is what it will be for many people, to be enticed to come back to the office, we really need to put that day in the life of an employee hat back on. Let's start with that commute. Do they still get public transport to work or do they drive? Why the change? What are their concerns? Is it the public transport capacity has dropped by about 60% and people living towards the end of the routes being left behind as there's no longer any room on the bus, trams or trains? Do people see taking public transport as a high risk activity to catch COVID-19? Is this risk that they envisage only during peak periods or at any time? This may have an influence on the hours that your employees may wish to attend the office. If people are now driving to work, what impact does that have on your local car parking availability? Does the organisation need to look at possibly carpooling and what the appetite of this tried concept is? Does it work for your employees due to your geographical location? For example, the central business district versus the suburbs or a dedicated corporate park. Then what happens when you get to work? Will temperature checking be mandatory? And what is your employees' attitudes towards that? Do they see it as a safe practice or an invasion of their privacy? How many access points are there going to be to get onto your floor? Or do they have to go via reception to sign in? And does that practice 
mean that there's an extra lift ride, an extra time to get to the workstation that may just infuriate your employees as an inconvenience. As you can see, there are hurdles for employees from as soon as they leave the front door. So it's not hard for them to retreat and say, this is all too hard. Communicating the things that we can't see is as important or even more important than the subjects that we can. And often these topics are vanilla or even plain boring. The change management team should clearly and succinctly communicate changes to such things as cleaning regimes, the introduction of disinfectant procedures, the frequency of cleaning services, and if a day cleaning service is being provided, what is the scope and contribution that this new team provides to providing a safe and viral-free environment. The day cleaning presence is something that employees can see, something that facilities management and change management can measure. And it's important that it is closely monitored and managed until it is embedded into the new regime. Cleaning staff are now like security in hotel quarantine. Employers need to offer these people permanent roles, a role with 40 hours a week to allow them to have one job and one job only, and that provide enough money to live comfortably. This will minimise the possibility of transmission of COVID and other viral diseases by this being their only place of work. It could also be argued that this principle needs to apply to all employees. This makes the workplace culture the same, no matter what your role is in the organisation. But how this is managed is tricky and needs to be separated from an individual's day-to-day -day management reporting line. The things that you can see also need to be clearly communicated as well, such as the installation of self-sanitisation stations and how to use those resources. Never overestimate the baseline knowledge of any individual. This is a critical mistake. People may raise their eyes towards the sky like you're boring them or they're surprised, but it is amazing what the subconscious absorbs. Here's another sticky one, forgetting to check out. We all do it or we've all done it at your local cafe, local pub or restaurant. The importance of checking out through your QR code system or an alternate system is to be able to provide information should there be an outbreak. It also allows to provide information to cleaners to advise on what desks need to be wiped down and disinfected and allow those vacant desks to be ready for the next person. Now, let's talk about re-education and the importance of the correct phraseology. Prior to COVID-19, there were so many projects where there was noise from a minority on clean desk policy. Some called it clear desk policy, but for the record, it's clean desk policy. It allows cleaners to come in and properly clean your work surface. It may be that we need to understand what needs to facilitate making clean desk policy easy. 
Ease needs to be at the forefront of implementing any solution. In this case, it is how resources and tools can be put away quickly and so people don't lose their spot if the task is incomplete and when they bring these resources and tools back onto the desk in the next session. It is all about how regular source resources are now stored in the most convenient location close by. This needs to be workshopped by the change management group to solution what the business actually needs, as the solution may actually vary in different parts of your organisation. So now, let's take a look back. What happened when you turned up on day one of your new job? You were inducted. You were shown the facilities from the meeting rooms to your team space, to your desk, your kitchenette, toilets, fire escapes, and the like. Many of us think that this was boring, but the change team should conduct a similar reorientation day when employees return to the workplace, covering off things that we forget or we didn't pick up the first time round, or new facilities that have been provided post-COVID-19. Remember, now with social distancing, meeting rooms that used to hold six can only hold four or maybe five. If some workstations or other spaces within the workplace are not available due to social distancing restrictions, then communication on why is key. Remember, never think that you can over-communicate. Also remind employees of what work settings are best for what activities and how to use the technology provided to share and collaborate both internally and externally. I don't believe it. We've run out of time. We'll have to follow up with a second series to finish the discussions on this important topic about your investment in your change management in making your employees feel comfortable about returning to the office post the outbreak of COVID-19. Thank you for joining us for episode five. Please see the show notes below or leave us your feedback or subscribe. The way it is today, Friday the 26th of February 2021. This has been the Workplace Experience Podcast, episode five. I'm Bly Williams. Thanks for joining us. The Workplace Experience Podcast has been brought to you by Workplace Services Australia. Please visit us at www.wsagroup.com.au.